Good Hope FM News. Good evening. Regional leaders are making one final attempt to persuade the former leader of Gambia, Yaya Jameh, to leave the presidency despite the expiry of a deadline. The presidents of of Guinea and Mauritania have returned to the capital of Banjul for more talks. West African forces are holding off on military action at present. Richard Hamilton reports that both presidents arrived at the Banjul airport at midday. A red carpet was on the tarmac at Banjul Airport, together with Mr Jame's Rolls-Royce, but it was empty. It's thought he's still in his residence at State House. One of Africa's most unpredictable leaders, he's ruled the Gambia since seizing power by force in 1994. The party says it will take the Zico Art Museum in Cape Town to court over an alleged racist artwork that is being exhibited at the gallery. The controversial piece, a large canvas covered with the phrase F white people, was defaced after a group of people entered the gallery and pasted a sticker over the canvas this week. K-Party spokesperson Jack Miller says the artwork promotes blatant hate speech. We will be requesting that the courts rule in favour that the art piece be considered hate speech, that the gallery is forced to remove it, that a public apology is given, and that a fine of 150,000 rand is issued to the offenders. We'd want to see that allocated to a charity. Lawyers for Gupta-owned Oak Bay Investments have submitted an affidavit to the High Court in Pretoria in response to an application by Minister of Finance Pravin Gordon. Gordon applied in October last year for a court order declaring that government cannot intervene in the decision by major banks to close Gupta Company's bank accounts last year. The Oak Bay affidavit argues that the minister's reliance on the list of 72 purported suspicious transactions reports is misplaced. It says there is no contested legal issue here and there has never been any reason for Minister Gordon to bring his application. Oak Bay legal representative Gert van der Merwe explains that the minister's application is riddled with errors. The relief sought by the minister is moot. In other words, the relief is of no consequence for the group, but similarly of no consequence for anybody else. So it became an argument about the mootness of this application. And I'm confident that on the legal issues raised in the opposing papers, that there's a good argument. At least 900,000 people are expected at the swearing-in ceremony of President-elect Donald Trump as the 45th President of the United States when he will take over from President Barack Obama. Trump and his Vice President Mike Pence will take the oath of office outside the domed U.S. Capitol in Washington with U.S. Chief Justice John Roberts presiding. Trump, whose November 8th victory stunned the world, will begin his presidency with a 20-minute inaugural address that he has seen writing himself with the help of top aides. And finally, an international music production about the King of Pop has premiered in Cape Town with a hometown hero cast in the role of the late Michael Jackson. Local performer Dan Tanio has replaced American Kenny Wiz, who retired after playing Jackson in the show History for many years. The new revamped production boasts additional songs, a live band, dances, authentic costumes and breathtaking effects. The show has been described as a music celebration of Jackson's life and talent from his early years to his reign as the king of pop into the 21st century. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Vanya Collison.